Episode 36, Local Facebook Optimization and Facebook, inverted commas, SEO. This is part two of a chat with a very, very clever Facebook marketer and we talk about how to optimize your Facebook page if you're a business with a local presence. Uh, we, we figure out why that's important for the future of Facebook and we talk about Facebook's potential to become a pretty powerful local business search engine. This is a really important one uh, if you are planning on getting found in Facebook as a location-based business or brand now and in the future. I hope you get a lot out of it. Uh, it's definitely some really good practical tips so listen in and go and review us on itunes stitcher google play or wherever and subscribe for free updates regular giveaways and a whole heap of other fun stuff at the local facebook optimization and facebook seo enjoy this one Welcome to The Location Station, where we learn from extraordinary marketers and business owners about all the latest location-based marketing tactics and technologies, so you can attract and retain more customers near your business or brand. I'm your host, Dave Eddy. I'm extremely grateful for your time and attention today, so let's get cracking. So today's guest again is Marie Page and I'm not even going to introduce her because she was uh, just on our last episode talking about the Facebook news feed. So if you haven't listened to that episode, then you've got to go and listen to that first um, and trust me, you do want to hear hear about Marie and who she is and, and what she's done because she's quite clever and I've learnt uh, in the last 10 minutes that, um, you know... I think you should follow her on Facebook because if you're doing Facebook marketing and you're wanting to get good results, she knows uh, lots of stuff about how you can do that. And today we're going to, well, in this this segment, this episode, we're going to talk about locally optimizing your Facebook page and getting reach and, and doing all the right things, putting putting the right things in place to make sure that um, your location-based business or brand is getting the most out of Facebook. So Marie, welcome again. Thank you. Good to be back. <laughs> it's been a whole whole three minutes since our last yep. episode. Now, where do we start? Well, um, let's let's uh, let's talk about what do we mean by local optimization on, on on Facebook. Well, I think maybe you talk about what you, as the optimi- local optimization expert, mean by it, and then I'll respond to how Facebook. <laughs> Great. Okay. Takes so it, huh? in in my in my mind, it's it's about okay. If my business, if location is important to my business or brand's customers, um, and so I might be, I have a physical location, or I'm a service based business that um, operates within a certain area, or if I'm Amazon and I have a uh, a uh, a a delivery depot in every city, which they probably will soon, uh, then uh, that's I'm going to market to different sorts of customers than if I'm an e-commerce store and I can sell anywhere in the world. So how do I, from a Facebook perspective, um, how do I optimize and, and maximize my reach in specific in my specific local area or, or other areas to be seen as more relevant to those local, local audiences. That, that, that in my mind is what I'd love to, um, love to pick your brain about really. Good. That, well, that's a relief because, um, I've made some notes on ideas for this and that pretty much answers those, that question. So that's, that's oh, good, isn't lovely. it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you, you definitely can, um, optimize a Facebook page and your activity on Facebook as you know, to some degree for local optimization. And 
the advertising platform is a whole other can of worms, but localized based ads are very, very possible with Facebook as well. So we'll, um, I've, I guess if I start running through these and then you just ask me some questions and interject when you want to, huh? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Cool. So number one, um, getting your page name right. So you'll be well aware with search engine optimization that keywords are pretty important. And I would suggest that a page name that reinforces your geography, your, your, your geographic location is not a bad idea. So um, I've, I'm putting a blog post together on this particular topic because, hey, why reinvent the wheel? And I've done some research for this podcast, so I'm blogging about it too. Lovely. So um, I've got a little local shop to me um, called The Number One Boutique. And I looked at their local, um, their Facebook page, and they are called Number One Boutique Chorley Wood because they want to optimize for searches that have Chorley Wood in it. So that's number one, page name right. And then the second would be to get your vanity URL right. So that's your at address, so facebook.com forward slash. And they, again, are Number One Boutique Chorley Wood. Now, nowadays, it's really hard to get a short, punchy URL. And you may well find that the thing you want to have is not available anyway mm -hmm. because somebody else got there first. So uh, why not put a geographic location in there as well just to reinforce local search? Mm -hmm. um, right. Next thing, the about and other profile information about the page. Now, some of these things that I'm saying are just general good practice to optimize your page generally for good algorithm, good practice for best reach. And uh, I, I'm thinking with the about and with your other profile information, you want to pack that as much as you can with relevant keywords that help with local search, but also, you know, fill things in like your address, your phone number, your opening hours, what parking is like, all of those kinds of things that you should have. The, if, you, if your category is right, and that was tip number four, getting your category right, um, you should have surfacing. So... Um, most small local businesses will call themselves in terms of category local business mm -hmm. that will neatly surface for them the opportunity to have reviews and also a map. Then if someone in a local Facebook group or on a page somewhere is saying, oh, I'm looking for recommendations for, I don't know, a, a fashion shop in the area, Facebook will pop up whenever it sees that word recommendations, it will pop up a little map. And when someone is um, is recommending you and your address is there and you're, you're, you're properly at tagged in that recommendation, a little pin will appear on the map. So uh, worth filling your contact information in and, you know, making sure that you've got the right keywords. I'm, I'm looking at um, a page at the moment for a property company called Campbell Property mm -hmm. and they do student accommodation and... They make sure that their products are listed as student accommodation and in their short about text, they talk about student houses and apartments and then they list the towns that they're in. So, you know, again, all optimizing for local search. I, I mean, is there anything you, in your experience, would want to add to any of that? Oh, I, I think that, I think that, um, and obviously there's different templates available and stuff for, for Facebook pages now, but uh, I don't, I just think it doesn't need to be rocket science. Just like, just like mm. um, SEO um, in Google, um, if Facebook has an option for you to beef up content and tell customers more about what you do and, uh, and, you know, describe, describe uh, the products and services you sell, then, 
be as comprehensive as, as possible, you know? Like, I, I just don't think... Uh, it doesn't need to be hacky or, or any, or, you know, fancy tricks. Yeah. It's, it's right. you know, making making you as relevant and credible and not trying to sort of game the, game the system in, in my, in my yeah. mind. And it, look, it'll, right. I think it'll be interesting, uh, we mentioned on the, on the previous episode as well, like where, where Facebook goes with this um, search engine sort of push and becoming more of a local search engine. I know that they... I know that um, they did release a local business, a services business search at one point. I, I don't know if it's still live. I haven't checked it um, for a while, but it was like a, uh, it looked like a, a, a business directory type um, tool. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they did that in the UK as well, but it was interesting because it seemed from the test that I did that the category and the lo- the physical location. There, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a group for Newcastle plumbers used to keeping Newcastle Plumbers up to date with events, notifications, <laughs> and promos at TradeLink Warners Bay. So, there you um, go. It's, is Warners Bay? your newcastle yeah yeah it is yeah it's oh there you go so that's actually surfacing uh interesting and then facebook knows that that our newcastle is better than your newcastle (laughs) (laughs) and then and then i'm seeing some news stories and they are the australian newcastle and then i'm seeing videos in relation to plumbers and newcastle and Grief! The, uh, the Australian Newcastle's all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> we actually we have the reverse problem in Google here in Australia uh, because we have lots of towns like Newcastle, Cardiff, Swansea, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto in Canada. Uh, we see lots of lots of irrelevant like UK and ca- Canadian search results. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I don't know how Google still hasn't got that one right, given you know we're searching from. An Australian computer, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> uh, Jeff obviously hasn't quite tagged the, you know, the geographic. So, I mean, what we're showing here is that there's still quite a lot for them to to be working on right. in terms of properly localizing search. But you know, for people that are local, that are subscribers to this podcast, I think it's worth you doing a little bit of searching and just seeing how stuff is surfacing and think, okay, how can I make this relevant for me for my business to make sure that uh, this is um, this is appearing nicely. Got it. Okay, uh, next thing. I think it is very much worth you making sure that you are verified. Now, again, this is a general optimization tip, but it will do your local optimization no harm at all to get at least gray tick verified. Um, Not difficult to do. You just need to um, give a publicly quoted phone number or send your certificate of incorporation, that kind of stuff across to Facebook. And you should pretty easily get a great tick verification. Um, blue tick, you you can't apply for anymore. You need Facebook will give it to you if it deigns that you're worthy of it and you are in a particular category like you're a celebrity or a sports person or that kind of thing, Got a it. very big brand. So don't worry about the blue tick, but do get great tick verified if you can. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, next one. When you so rather moving away really from the actual page setup, thinking, well, what are we doing in our posts that um, are optimizing them for local search for um, people, people not just um, finding them in search, but sort of identifying with stuff as well, because this is um, this is about Facebook seeing stuff, um, identifying as well uh, as well as locals sort of going, oh yeah, that's for me. So uh, 
often we'll be posting link posts and the metadata will come through from the um, website that it's gone. So if you're using uh, WordPress, you'll probably be using Yoast to organize your metadata. So typically with a link post, what happens is that you write a little bit about the content. A photo is pulled through from the website. A title description, slightly larger text is pulled through and some other blurb. Now, if you haven't put the metadata in, um, Facebook is going to be pulling whatever it can from the kind of title that's on the page and from normally the first paragraph of body text. Mm -hmm. Now, that may be perfect, but it's unlikely to be. And I would suggest that you need to be thinking about keywords in there, local optimization kind of stuff. So, you know, whether that's town names or, um, you know, something reinforcing the kind of thing people are wanting to be searching for. And obviously, that's also an opportunity for you to do some really nice copywriting that's be going compelling. to entice people. Precisely. It's not clickbaity, but it is compelling and entices them to click. And if you're struggling with copywriting, you've got to go check out Kate Toon, our friend. Kate Toon. Who's, who's there you a go. <laughs> bit of a gun copywriter. <laughs> yeah, she's um, the, we've just been putting a LinkedIn training course together and I've used Kate's LinkedIn personal profile as an example of one that's quite quirky. She talks about hula hooping and eating crisps in a shed, um, but it's 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 catchy and works, and it is just very very compelling. <laughs> and she's a Brit as well. Yeah, it's good to know what she's doing down there. But anyway, um, so next one: uh, calls to action. So you can these these you can have them on ads now. Calls to action on ads. If if you're surfacing them on mobile, I would not recommend if you've got a load of metadata in because they'll they'll end up truncating your metadata. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, do a separate um, ad set for mobile. Um, mm -hmm. uh, ads to desktop ads, little tip there. Mm -hmm. But um, in terms of your uh, overall page photograph or video that we can have now, so that literally has just surfaced for me in the last week. Yay. We can have video <laughs> instead of static images. Are you seeing that with your pages in Australia yet? Uh, not that I've noticed. Not that I've noticed. It's as Facebook often does with new features, it, it does a little pop up for you the first few times you go back in if you've been ignoring it and says that it's an option. But if you know, if you go to change your profile, um, it's not the little square profile image, it's the it's the, the page, the page image. If you go to change that and you've got that rolled out, you'll see the option to put in a video of, I think, up to 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. The tricky thing with it is it's letterbox shaped. So a lot of your standard 16.9 videos that have got beautiful words or people's heads at the top and stuff at the bottom ends up getting quite cropped. You can move it up and down, but um, you need to be kind of uh, careful. When, when you're looking at it on desktop, with, with on mobile, it's, it looks really nice. So anyway, it's by the by. But you the, um, <laughs> do use the call to action on that home page, and whether that is watch video or contact us or call now or you know whatever the other slew of calls to actions are, I, I'm thinking for a for a local um, business. So for instance, I've got a restaurant I'm going to tonight and oh my word, I cannot damn well book with them unless I phone. It's like, I don't want to phone. I want to book now online, <laughs> either on their website or their Facebook page or call now via Facebook when I'm online there and then. So, you know, make it easy. Don't make, don't, don't make them think, you know, make it nice and easy for your locals. Um, next. 
next tip um preferred page audience do you know what i'm talking about here i do yeah it's where you can select uh when you when you post and you can select uh, okay i'd rather want I, I want this to be shown people in a certain region with certain interests or that kind of thing is that right yep that's it i don't know why i'm doing this podcast you could be doing this <laughs> yeah. um, so Bearing in mind that Facebook is only showing maybe 12% of your fans, if you're lucky, your content, you want to guide Facebook to say, do you know what? I'd really rather that you showed it to these people, people that meet this profile. So I love how you say that, like you're having a conversation. You know what, Facebook? You know, it'd be really good. <laughs> <laughs> do me this favor. I have to think of Facebook as a, as a person that I'm trying to coax. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking good today, Facebook. Have you lost weight? <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a little bit more reach today. This one's really important. Um, you are, so you are, you do have a PR background. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I so I'm running a digital marketing consultancy, and I want to primarily try and reach people that are running Facebook pages, that are small business owners, that are entrepreneurs, that might like pages like Mari Smith or Gary Vaynerchuk or Digital Marketer. Um, I'm probably more interested in meeting people, get reaching to people that are, say, in the UK because I stand a chance maybe of doing some face-to-face -face training with them as well or some consultancy. And I can um, go into the preferred page audience um, and it's on settings in your menu. And I can go in there and say to Facebook, look, I know you're going to show this to whoever you want to show it to, mm -hmm. but I would really like you to show it to people that are of this age group, so say 25 to 55, mm -hmm. that are in the UK or the US or whatever, that store visits objective mm -hmm. is a possibility for, um, it's an ad type and it's, it gives you a store locator map within the carousel format. So worth having a look at if you've got it. I guess it'll be rolled over to um, the rest of us mere mortals at some point, but it's definitely available in the States at the moment. So it's a sort of geo-targeting thing for in-store visits that um, are being offered. Are you, um, uh, do you have much experience with tracking uh, store visits as a conversion type? So like if someone clicks on your Facebook ad and then uh, Facebook tracks, you know, if they ended up visiting your store within a certain window of, of day, um, I, I, I believe that that's only available to, <coughs> excuse me, um, to uh, pages with a certain size or something like that. Is that is that the case? Do you know what? I don't know because um, I've tended to work with e-commerce companies rather than bricks and mortar stores for that. And I yeah. suggest using UTM tracking as well as Facebook's own um, yeah. uh, pixel, um, you know, to, to track uh, virtual mm. conversions. So, no, can't answer that question. Mm. I mean, obviously, people have got to have location turned on. Now, I tend to because I'm a bit of a sneaky Pokemon Go freak. Mm. But my husband is – I'm lucky if he's got data turned on on his phone, let alone locations. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, it, it's not going to be 100% accurate. So I'd be very concerned about particularly putting that up as a metric and thinking, mm. oh, that didn't do so well. Well, mm. it's because you can't actually track it all. Right. Do you reckon – do you reckon it's a factor um, – let's say I'm um, uh, – Let's say I'm in, you know, a kilometre vicinity of uh, of a shopping mall that uh, that has a brand of clothing that I've been shown to like before. Do you, rec do you reckon Facebook would take that into account when serving me posts in my feed, like unpaid posts, because they know that I'm near that physical store, or, or maybe not not that advanced yet? 
It makes logical sense, doesn't it? And we mm. we see it we see it in other circumstances. So yeah, maybe mm. maybe um, it's not. I I hate to kind of you know be the supposed expert on here <laughs> and be going oh yeah 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 and actually not have the evidence for it. So um. Yeah, that's a that's a prob- probable likelihood from me. <laughs> what about what about this? This is uh, so I, I'm I'm not a very skeptical person, but I'm skeptical about this. Okay, <laughs> so uh, I have seen a few times I've got evidence of of me talking about a brand or a product. <laughs> I knew you were going to say honestly. That. Like I, I was yep. talking, I was in Fishburners, which is a startup sort of. Um, it's a um, blah, 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 what, co-working space up in Brisbane and I was talking to my friend Ronsley about uh, a new um, – no, I, I was talking to Ronsley and he introduced me to this this girl who had a startup um, in the live chat space and I haven't looked looked at live chat stuff or really interacted with it, you know, in months or whatever and I was talking to her about live chat and I said, oh, so who's your competitors? Um, and she said, lead chat. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of them, blah, blah, blah. And then I swear to God, I picked up my phone a couple of minutes later and the first ad I saw was an ad from lead chat. And I just thought, no, this is creepy. There's no way my phone isn't listening to me. So I like, I, I don't feel, I don't feel violated or anything. I'm more feel excited because I'm a marketing person. But what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I've had this conversation with lots of people and I've I've we have observed it ourselves as well. And yeah, it's kind of scary. I mean oh the I think I think the T's and C's do give Facebook permission to use what you're saying, so it wouldn't surprise me. And frankly, as a marketer, I think it's good. I don't care that it's a big big brothery. No. I'd rather have ads served to me that are relevant to what I'm interested in and are relevant to what I'm interested in right now than a load of old gumf. So, you know, I'm happy with it, but I am aware that the um yeah. there are people that are the privacy police <laughs> that do have issues with it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we just need to uh, keep in mind what we're talking about when our phone is around us. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right. So I have one yeah. tip for a local business in That'd relation, cool. and it's not exactly in terms of optimization, but just mm-hmm. good practice really. Um, if you're using Messenger, you know, so people can message your page and stuff, do make sure you've sussed out the um, instant messages that you can do. So you can do an instant reply for out of office hours and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So People just um, are, and, and you can always have a link in there to some FAQs or some other stuff on your website or to when you're going to be back to talk to them again. And I think that's just good practice, particularly for a bricks and mortar kind of company where mm. people often expect that you're going to be available 24-7. Mm. Got it. Yeah, no, I think that's that's good advice. And Messenger, as, uh, as uh, we had a chat with, with Molly Pittman from Digital Marketer a few episodes ago uh-huh. about Messenger and the weird and wonderful world that's happening with bots and it's all very exciting. Oh, but it it does it totally makes sense that uh you know if you're not responding to that sort of um inquiry that a your customers are going to get cranky and b facebook's probably not going to like you as much because you're not uh, giving their users a great experience did she did she feel that um it would have an algorithmic impact as well if you weren't responding Uh, um i don't don't think we discussed that um no no we more talked about uh conversions ads um, customer service automation that kind of stuff 
Yeah, I mean, certainly in terms of the speed of response to these kind of messages, Facebook gives you a special badge if you're on average responding very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, and it can be a complete pain for page owners. But, <laughs> uh, you know, you can see that Facebook has an expectation and is really, really encouraging you to respond rapidly to things. Yeah, probably wise we just do what they want us to do. <laughs> yeah, well, we're play- I mean, we're building our houses on their rented grounds and we therefore have to play by their rules and we recognize that they can change that you know move the goalposts at any point but mm-hmm. hey they're the biggest thing on the planet really certainly in online world next to um google aren't they so they yeah that's how Gotta it is do it. marie uh, i want to thank you for coming on again for part for part two um i've got some food uh happening dinner and i've got to leave in like uh three minutes but that's okay I've, we've, <laughs> we've got we've got your we've got your other seven um questions so i really want to fire through oh, these of course. <laughs> yeah i wasn't going to get let you get away with that the first one is Rate your own singing voice out of 10. My singing voice, uh, yeah. five. Can you give us a demo? No. Favorite food? I'm a vegan, so vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Describe the last picture. Actually, you... I really like some of Linda McCartney, who's a brand in this country, has got some fabulous um, vegan scampi, oh. which um, I adore because uh, seafood is the main thing I missed. I was bizarrely not cheese, but seafood is the thing I've missed. So, yeah. <laughs> Describe the last picture you remember taking on your phone. Oh, it would have been a gig I was at. Um, <laughs> I go to a couple of gigs a week. So I, oh. I really do not like it when people watch the entire gig through their phone. So I just try and yeah. take one or two choice photos. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm in that boat too. I agree. What's one habit that you have that you would love to change? Mm, oh, I really should have prepped for this, shouldn't I? Hmm. I'm not very good at going back to sleep again in the mornings and at the weekends and on holiday, I'd really love to be able to develop that habit. Just, um, just going, Oh, I've woken up because normally my head's going, Oh, what day is it? What should I be doing today? And I'm Mm. adrenaline of what's going on with the day. So I'd like to be able to kind of get into that relaxed space and go back to oh, sleep again a little bit. I can't stand sleep. I hate sleeping. If, if I wake up, even on a Saturday, if I wake up past six o'clock, I'm spewing. Like I, I, I feel behind for the day. Don't like it. Don't like sleep. I know what you mean. Wish, but wish I, I didn't have to. Your body's asleep. More, yeah, it is. So. It is. It is. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? I think something along the lines of just being yourself. I've done quite a lot of um, personality profiling work over the years with things like Enneagram and Myers-Briggs. Oh, I love and the Enneagram. What, what, what are you? What number? Um, I am an eight. Eight? I'm a seven. Okay. I, that does not surprise me. That's <laughs> highly personal kind of person. But I, I, so I'm an A and I, with Myers-Briggs, I am an ESTJ, which means that I can be quite a bristly kind of black and white kind of outspoken person <laughs> and particularly for a woman I think you know they're quite male characteristics some some of those and um and you I spent a lot of my kind of childhood and teenage years feeling bad that this was who I was and doing those personality things has gone do you know what this is you yeah you need to tone it down sometimes and have a little bit more empathy for people but um it's it's fine to be you and you bring your own unique giftings with those things that sometimes you feel a little bit weaker as well or things that rub people up the wrong way so I agree and I I reckon you are right how you are (laughs) what's the uh (laughs) what's been the happiest day of your life so far Oh, uh, well, the hap- in the last year, must it will have been a gig experience because it always is. Um, in my life, 
full stop. Things like getting married, having my children, that kind of stuff um, are really cool. Um, and very recently, I was we, we sail. We've, we've got a share in a catamaran and we have this bay that we go through down on the Isle of Wight. It's a nature reserve. And that was just, you know, every time I go back in there, I'm kind of like, oh, this is my happy place. So there you go. A few snippets of happiness there. <laughs> And the last question before I got to run to this Uber to get to dinner, uh, what is the what is the one thing that you love most about yourself, Marie? I think the fact that I'm I mean I'm I'm in my forties, but I don't act particularly like other people <laughs> that I see that are in their forties. You know, I I'm I'm very my kids are grown up and gone. I had kids when I was very young. And rather than kind of vegetate into dinner party circuit, I am, you know, out having fun, going to the gym, you know, and, and yeah, and still out there listening to live music, despite the bands all being, you know, younger than my own children and all of that. And so, yeah, I kind of quite like the fact that I've not got old. I wish my body um, was the same because I'm really quite decrepit, but <laughs> in my heart and in my head, I'm still quite young. <laughs> Oh, God. I think that's important. So, yeah, Marie, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I've learned a ton. I think it's been really practical. Part one, which if you haven't listened to part one, you've got to go back to the previous episode and listen to that on the Facebook newsfeed algorithm and how to get seen more uh, on Facebook. But uh, this this part as well about local optimization, it's a really important one. It's going to get even more important. And Marie, I just want to thank you for coming on and giving, giving us your time and your expertise. And yeah, I'd love to get you on the, uh, on the show again sometime great well i'm gonna write I'm, I'm writing this blog post on local optimization right now so i will send Lovely. you a link to that and i do you know what i think i might even do a little video masterclass on it because it's quite mm. a fun little topic so lovely very good I so shall i've got read things to do for those. the rest of the day <laughs> there you go and i'm gonna go get <laughs> well, some dinner enjoy your dinner <laughs> thanks very much, baby. thanks for bye-bye <laughs> listened all the way to the end of this episode i think it means that you've got some value out of it i hope so in return we'd love it if you could go and leave us a review on itunes stitcher google play or wherever just search the location station and don't forget to go and subscribe for free updates regular giveaways and a whole heap of other stuff fun stuff at thelocationstation.com and I'm not whispering because I want you to keep this podcast a secret. Please share with any business owner or marketer who you think will find our stuff valuable. Now go on, go and action some of the stuff that we learned today. I'll see you on the next episode.